Hello and welcome to another episode of Screaming Ages Plays. I'm your host here, Trey Whetstone, and have another game, another horror game that I wanted to talk about here quickly that I had played recently, and that is the quarry for, I think it's PS5, PS4, Xbox consoles, and PC, so I think it's on just about everything. And this is a game that I think would appeal to horror fans specifically. One, if you're not a, you know, big gamer, you don't play a lot of games, it's very easy to follow and it's very simple to play. Um, And it's fun to play in groups as well. And then there's the addition of some supporting roles here from big actors like David Arquette and Ted Raimi and Lynn Shea and even Ethan Supley, who I did not recognize. But with these type of games, let me get into this. So these type of games are basically kind of like choose-your-own-adventure type games. What you're doing are, you know, mostly making a string of decisions, how you talk to people, whether or not you shoot something, if you hear something in the bushes, whether or not you, you know, find these clues throughout the environment. So these games are set up pretty simple. There is some movement when you're trying to get from place to place and maybe look for clues and things like that. But a lot of it is on rails and you're pressing buttons. And in this case, mostly it's either, you know, jamming one of the buttons or flicking one of the sticks is basically how this controls. So it's very simple. It's much more simpler than uh, this team Supermassive Games previous games. So that's basically how it is. And then you have, you know, you make some choices, and some of them are time, some of them aren't. But it's got a really good cast. And what I was trying to get to with that is these are basically, you know, they capture the faces of these people. So they're taking the faces, and you're seeing the face of Ted Raimi as he's playing this police officer. You're seeing the face of David Arquette and all that, and all these young actors as well. I mean, you've got uh, Justice Smith in there. You've got Brenda Song in there, who is excellent in this and a whole slew of other characters. Now, what's the deal with this? So, these types of games, Supermassive Games, have been putting these out since 2015, where they did a game called Until Dawn, which, basically, I'm not going to spoil what happens in that. Uh, That one's a little more complex to play. It's got a few more different (laughs) button prompts to go through instead of just mostly, like, moving the sticks. But Until Dawn's a really good game about some kids going out to a cabin, a lodge to stay at, and... It's in the middle of winter, you know, it's this kind of ski lodge type place, so that's a really cool game if you haven't played that one. And then they've been putting out these smaller versions of things called the Dark Pictures Anthologies, and there's a whole bunch of those. Um, If you haven't checked out those, those are pretty cheap, and Until Dawn's probably pretty cheap at this point, too. And, you know, those are nice, short little... The Dark Pictures are more like three to four hour play sessions, so you can replay that over and over to get different outcomes. That's one of the draws of these types of games, is you can play the quarry, and I have. I've played three different times, doing different things and trying to unlock different things. Because, you know, everyone could die, no one could die, you know, three characters could die. It's, you know, every turn anyone could die. So that's a big factor of these, you can replay them a lot. And not everything's going to change, there's not like major changes everywhere, But you'll definitely notice, like, if a character dies, there could be large chunks of the game that you don't play. But this game is, to set up the story, is at a summer camp, and it's following these camp counselors. You know, the kids have left for the year, 
and the counselors are about to do so as well. Something happens and they have to stay there another night. So David Arquette, who runs this camp and has for years and years, has to leave and he leaves these counselors alone, tells them to stay in the lodge. Of course, they're not going to stay in the lodge. Well, while they're out there, you know, going on about their partying or whatever else, they run into some strange happenings and things start to get a little hairy. And really, it's about, like I said, trying to survive the night, trying to see what your choices lead to. And it's got a couple of cool touches. It does treat this almost like an 80s game. You know, they're, it's like an 80s slasher to a point in the sense that you've got these characters. Not all of them are good. Not all of them are acted well. Um, I think David Arquette's character is one of maybe the least best acted people in this thing. But I think Ted Dramey does a really good job. I don't think Ted phones it in. But there are some really good performances in this, but it doesn't matter if the performances are good because the characters might just be terrible, shallow people, and you have to deal with that. So you're not going to like everybody. You're not going to like all these. You might want someone to die. I mean, <laughs> that might be a decision. But you've got this, um, you have these tutorial videos that kind of show you how to play the game and the different things. And the cool thing about that is they're set up as kind of like these, it's like this Rod Sterling sound-alike voice describing this to you and you've got this over-the-top kind of like little animated video of this character walking around and showing you what would happen and bad decisions and all this and so that's great and then it tracks these different paths so there's different paths you can go down based on like you know the decisions you make or how you go around it anyway you can go into these and see kind of all the updates as you go through the games and these are kind of set out as like VHS covers or VHS movies like I think the one with Ted Raimi might be like above the law or law and order or something, but it's got this really cool cover and they just do all of these for these different paths you unlock and you can kind of see the decisions you made that have led to where you are in that. So that's really cool. There's a ton of like things to collect and optional things like that. It does get a little annoying if you're trying to do everything and I'm trying to, you know, get 100% completion on this. One of the major things that stops you is when you finish the game, um, you do have to play all the way through the first time. But when you finish it, you unlock like a chapter select so you can go back through and replay chapters to make different decisions, which is cool. But you lose everything after that chapter you jumped back to. Say you jumped to chapter four, you lose all of the collectibles, all the processes, everything you've went through after chapter four. So that's what makes it a little bit hard to, if you're trying to get everything. But I know a lot of people would probably just want to have fun with this and play with this. The story is pretty good and where it goes. It went a few places that I never expected. There are several characters. I mean, I was I was shocked at how many characters they managed to weave into this. And there's, you know, flashbacks and everything else. And there, there's a reason, you know, these kids were told to stay in the lodge. So it's very cool. Um, I think most of the actors do well. Like I said, Brenda's song really brings it in this one. I think she was a former Disney star, which they have a habit of doing that, you know. In Until Dawn, they had Hayden Pantier, and then, and I think Larry Fessenden. And then in Man of Medan, which was their next one, they had, like, Sean Ashmore. And then they had uh, Will Poulter win one, and they had Ashley Tisdale win one. So they have these kind of former stars, or kind of like a lower-tier stars, who are in these movies or in these games and they're you get to see their faces and them act in these situations and it's cool 
there are definitely a couple characters that stuck with me in this one. Uh, like I said, Brenda Song's character. Uh, there's a girl named Abby or Abigail that I really liked in this one. Yeah, and just getting to know these people as they go through all of this. So, The Quarry is a really fun game. If you haven't played this type of game, like I said, it's very easy. It might not be for everyone because it's not really, you know, the type of game everyone can play or everyone would like to play. Maybe you want a more intensive gameplay experience. But the cool thing is, is if you are newer and you want to play this, there is, there's a couple different modes. First of all, there's a movie mode where I think you can just watch through. Once you finish the game, you kind of can watch through everything you did and see it as a movie instead of having to go through the game choices. You can play with other people. There's like a pass the controller type setting. I think they have that online now too, so that might be fun. I've seen people in the past do it where they, you know, they pass the controller around or if you're online, maybe it passes it to another player or something like that. So that's really cool that you can do that. It makes fun for like a a night of doing that kind of stuff. trying to think what else I want to say about the quarry. I don't know if I really have a whole lot else to say. It's just a really fun, solid game. I think it is their second best behind Until Dawn. You know, we've got these cheesy characters that would be right out of an 80s horror movie, and I just hope we see more of this in the future. They have another game, one of those Dark Pictures anthology games, like I was saying, coming out later this year. I think it's called The Devil in Me. So that'll be another fun one. I don't think those are quite as good. You have less time with the characters and everything, but... The Quarry is currently a little pricey. It's $70 regular price. I picked it up, I think, for $50, and I'm sure it'll keep going on sale as it goes along. So that would be good to pick that one up on a sale. I think you could wait for that, and it would be awesome. But I highly recommend The Quarry. I think it's one of the best games this year, and it's one of the best horror games in the past few years. So that is another episode of Screaming Ages Plays. I don't know when I will be back, but I hope to get back with you soon in the future with some more reviews. Take care, guys. (laughs) 